I, I talk a lot about the stories we tell ourselves and how powerful they are and how some of them might not even be true, like you said. Some of them are just things we've been told in the past. Some of them are things that we used to believe that aren't any, you know, no longer true. Welcome to the Phase 4 Podcast, inspired by Vishen Lakhiani and Ajit Nawalka, co-founders of Evercoach, a division of Vine Valley. In this podcast, we speak to coaches and creatives about where they were, where they are, and where they are going. This is the intersection of what we focus on expands, and your story is your superpower. My guest today is Jessica Grace Coleman. She is an author, a travel transformation coach, and the host of the Travel Transformation Podcast. And I'm grateful that she accepted my invitation. Jessica, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it too. I guess the perfect place would to start. The first question has to be, how is calling the donkey? <laughs> oh my God, I love that that's your first question. I thought that was any question. Oh, calling the donkey. Yeah, and he's this amazing donkey. He lives in the Basque country, right across the road from this um, amazing villa where I've been staying for a month. And I stayed there a month last year as well. And he captures the hearts of everyone he meets. Um, his name actually isn't Colin. I named him Colin last year and it just completely stuck. Everyone calls him Colin now. And yeah, and he's five years old, so a bit of a baby. And yeah, and he's uh, <laughs> he is amazing donkey, but he's all alone in a little field on a tether. And it's very sad. We, we tried to get him a friend uh, this time when we were there, um, but it didn't work out. The owner didn't want a friend for Colin. But um, yeah, I still have a, a friend who lives in the Basque country who has been WhatsApping me, updating me on Colin. So I've got boots on the ground and I can know all about him. Yeah. And if people listening to this have no idea what I'm talking about, I did a whole episode on this. <laughs> episode uh, 53, I believe, the ballad of Colin the Donkey on my podcast. So yeah, if you want to check that out, <laughs> know what I'm talking about, please do. But yeah, thank you for asking. That's amazing. Yeah, for sure. I love his little hair on top. It's like a little perm on the top of his hair. His hair is amazing. It's it's, it's sort of mainly um, sort of curly, but he's got one bit that's like, it looks like it's been straightened, like, you know, like an emo hairstyle. It was amazing. <laughs> Brilliant. Very cool. Well, thank you for that. Um, and so usually I would start with like, where were you before you kind of came into coaching? I know you're an author, so I definitely want to get into that stuff. Um, and for your information, I just started a creative writing workshop about three weeks ago with my community. So I'm going to be able to learn a lot from you today. And yeah, so maybe how did you or where were you before you kind of got into travel coaching? Uh, how long have you got? <laughs> um, so, yeah, like you say, I am a writer um, and actually I started my own business in 2014, being an editor, proofreader, and ghostwriter for other people. So I help people write novels and autobiographies and all kinds of different writing. So I've been doing that, um, working for myself since 2014. And ever since then, I wanted to do the whole digital nomad thing where you can work remotely and travel. And obviously it, it, it's a big thing now. It wasn't as big then. Uh, since the pandemic, it's opened so many doors for so many people to do it, which is amazing. Um, but I really wanted to do it and I, I didn't really get around to doing it until last year, <laughs> quite a while. Um, but yeah, so I have been writing books since 2012, I think. 
I started off writing fiction, um, young adult mystery novels, which I really enjoy doing and I want to get back to because that's um, what I've re yeah, really passionate about that. Um, very recently, I've been doing more self-development books. So I did one called Write Your Life. Um, obviously, I'm a writer, so I like writing exercises, those kind of things. And I really got into self-development over the pandemic during the lockdowns and everything like that. So that book is kind of combining self-development and writing exercises to sort of plan your life and your life goals, but for through the lens of writing yourself into a fictional story. Um, so it sort of guides you through the whole thing um, with different chapters. And by the end of it, the idea is that you have this whole story where your fictionalized self has gone out there and achieved all the amazing things you want to achieve. And um, it's, I guess it's a kind of visualization exercise once you've sort of written it down in third person, sort of taking yourself away from it, then you can then go and do it yourself and achieve all these amazing things. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't until the last uh, spring where I left my house. I put all my stuff in storage, which has been a sort of like dream of mine for ages, just to put everything away and just start new, uh, hit the road. I went to Spain. The Basque Country was the first place I went to with Colin, <laughs> Colin the donkey. And um, I had the most amazing experience there for four weeks. Um, and I didn't plan to start like a coaching business. I didn't plan to do any of this podcasting stuff or like literally any of it. I just wanted to go and I went with one solid intention. So all about intentional travel. And that was to overcome my fear of public speaking. Um, and also to get over my sort of social anxiety, which I've had ever since I was little. I was always the really quiet, shy, introverted girl who hated doing presentations at school, like would dread them for weeks, you know, and that's followed me all through my school days, into my job, into my career, my social life, like literally everything. And I just, during the pandemic and everything, I was like, I need to get over this. If I want to get anywhere in, in any like aspect of my life, I need to get over this. So knowing that where I was going was a co-living house, which if no one has done that before, and um, this one is run by a company called Sun & Co. And you live with like digital nomads from all over the world. And they basically, the whole idea is to share your knowledge, learn from others. Uh, so they do lots of professional events, lots of self-development stuff, um, lots of social events too. So it was, I knew it would be the perfect environment to just push myself outside my comfort zone, like do things I never would normally do, um, the first thing I did when we, um, when I sort of signed up for it was, um, put myself forward to do a Skillshare, like a workshop, which one of my worst nightmares, <laughs> um, but I, I made myself do it cause I was determined to overcome this during the months I was there. And I did a Skillshare on life goals and legacy or life purpose and legacy, which is one of my things that I really love talking about. And that was at the start of the month and I was absolutely terrified, but I made myself do it. And this was only to a group of like 10 people, you know, it wasn't like I was standing on a stage or anything like that. Um, but to me, it was terrifying. Um, and then, yeah, I attended every single professional event, social event, did every self-development exercise going, um, put myself in the center of everything. And by the end of the month, um, I was like a completely different person. I had decided to write a poem about my time there just for me, like just so I didn't forget all the amazing experiences we'd had and all that in-jokes and all that kind of stuff. And then I thought, actually, I could read this out to the group on the last night. It would be a nice thing. We were having like a last night kind of thing. And previously, you know, you couldn't have paid me to read out my own poetry to a group of people I'd like just met. 
Um, but I did it and I wasn't scared and it was amazing. And I thought if I've transformed this much in one month, what could I do going forward and how can I help other people doing it? Like do the same thing. Um, and that really was the start of everything. I came back, I uh, discovered um, the Travel Coach Network. I got certified as a travel coach. I wrote a book about my experience, um, Intentional Travel Transformation. I started my podcast, the Travel Transformation Podcast. And yeah, everything stemmed from that um, month away, really. Uh, well, it was two months. I then I went to the other co-living house in Spain and I did some solo traveling to Valencia and Paris. And solo traveling itself is a huge way to boost your confidence if you're you know, feeling anxious about anything. And yeah, that was the start of everything. And I could not have predicted that that would lead to all this great stuff. So yeah, that was my journey this sort of last year. And then, yeah, I repeated it this year. I went back to the villa, mainly to see Colin, I have to say. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. But, yeah, had a great time as well. That's awesome. So there's a lot there. So we're going to stop and unpack some of it. But what the very first thing is that you took exactly what this podcast is about, what we focus on expands and your story is your superpower. And you had a fear of public speaking and you had a fear of getting up in people. And it's because you're vulnerable. When you put yourself out there, you don't know how people are going to react. But to take the acronym fear and say, forget everything and run, you flip that around to face everything and rise. And as you say, you come through the other side and it's kind of like the hero's journey, right? Where you come back, you leave, you're not sure, you learn some new stuff, you find a guide, that guide might be yourself. And then now you come back and you're like a different person, transformation because of travel. The the series, I want to um, just get clear on the series because you have so many books and so many different series. So for creative writers, there's one series called Creative Ways to Write. And we're going to put all these links into the show notes. Um then the the fictional books is that the downfall trilogy and little forest yeah yeah all right so you have um also then just write your life write your year and intentional travel transformation those seem to be the newest books Mm -hmm. okay so for um anyone looking for the fiction that's the um downfall trilogy and little forest and then there's a creative writing series and the idea is same what kind of what I'm trying to do with uh, my writing workshop is to get people clear on like their story, right? We all have a story. Everybody has a story. And so with that creative ways to start creative writing, this is going to help you get your story and put you in the right version of yourself. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like a fun little book as well, because um, one of my problems uh, when I was at school in particular, and, you know, you had an essay or something to write and you would just be staring at a blank page and you'd just be like, oh, God, <laughs> and it would take you forever to get around to it. But once you start, then, you know, the words slowly start coming and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, this is more about getting into a creative mindset by doing maybe some like fun exercises, some things you might not be used to doing and just so you can get rid of that blank page and have something to work with um and once you have something to work with you know you can edit it it doesn't have to be perfect first time the first draft of anything is usually terrible and you you know just acknowledging that and doing it anyway and yeah and like you say your story is definitely your superpower and all the things you go through no matter how horrible they are or painful they are um you can look back at them and see how they have created the person you are today you can be grateful for them And the best thing is you can use your pain from the past to help other people in the future, which is just amazing. Like this, you know, it's definitely worth going through all that stuff so you can help other people. 
Brilliant. Yeah. If you can turn your pain into your purpose, that's just life form. It's not only transform your own life, but it will start to transform other people's life. Um, one thing about the creative writing, getting your story or journaling, maybe, or even if you um, speak to your camera on your phone and just get your thoughts out of your head. What happens is they become like shoelaces inside your head that are all strung up together and tied up together. And the second you take them out and put them on paper or watch a video of yourself thinking your thoughts, you either realize, okay, these are true. And then you can even clarify them further. Or you realize that's not even true. I don't know. Or maybe, oh, my mom or my grandma taught me that. And I don't actually believe that anymore. And so all these exercises, it's a part of the process of getting clear on yourself, but it also frees you up to be more creative in the future. Yeah, definitely. And like you say, I, I talk a lot about the stories we tell ourselves and how powerful they are and how some of them might not even be true. Like you said, some of them are just things we've been told in the past. Some of them are things that we used to believe that aren't any, you know, no longer true. Like I no longer feel terrified every time I have to, you know, speak in front of a group. I may get nervous, but it's, you know, it's nowhere near the same. So I can't tell myself that anymore because it's not true. And yeah, some of the stories we tell ourselves, like you say, we just have to reevaluate them and see if they actually are still true or not, because a lot of the time they're not, or they're other people's. Um, I remember being at high school and I was about 16 and this guy in my tutor group said to me, I think he asked me a question and I was like, I was thinking about the answer and just because I hadn't spoken, you know, hadn't replied straight away. He was like, oh God, you're never going to get anywhere in life when you're this quiet. And like, I was like, first of all, what a, you know, annoying person. <laughs> but secondly, like, I think that stayed with me for years and years and years. Cause I, I had it in my head, like, you're never going to get anywhere being this quiet. If you can't speak up for yourself, if you can't speak in front of a group, give a presentation, go after a promotion, like put yourself out there for your business, whatever it is, you're never going to get anywhere. And uh, like, like that literally just came from that one guy that throwaway comment that he wouldn't have even remembered like a, a few hours later but these things stick with us and we need to like periodically go over them and say do we actually believe them did we ever believe them in the first place was it literally someone else's belief that I've just sort of borrowed accidentally without even realizing it and yeah the way we say things to ourselves and what we say to ourselves is so powerful so it's like flipping that on its head and um, yeah just beautiful yeah my friend Corey, he's like my mentor but he he says it's like um a species of butterfly in your stomach and you got to decide which species is coming out to play so the fear about being on stage it's also excitement it's the same feeling in your body like am i scared of this or am i actually just scared uh excited either way your body thinks it's important and it's giving you a signal and like, if you didn't care and you weren't nervous or anything like that, you just, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't care this, but so that's like a signal for your body. So I definitely, yeah, I love it. And the way we talk to ourselves and the way we, we talk to other people, that one little comment someone made so long ago, and it still sticks with you. Right. And we all have these kind of things. And, um, it, it just shows like, we got to be careful. You don't ever know what somebody else is going through. So one comment you could say can either lift them up. It can take them down off a ledge. And so, yeah, we definitely have to be cognizant of that. And then circling back to pain and purpose, <clears throat> as I was researching you, I said, wow, we must have a lot in common because you have a back injury. I had a back injury. And so can we kind of go there? So you were writing before that and then your fiction series and then that happened and probably changed your life a little. Yeah. So 
I mean, I don't think mine was anywhere near as bad as yours. I think, did you have a tumor? Was it? Yeah. Um, so mine was basically like slipped disc related, but it was pressing on my sciatic nerve. So I had really painful sciatica. And like before that, when people would say, I've got sciatica, I would be like, oh, it's like nothing. Like until you experience it, it's like how painful it is and how debilitating it is. Um, I had at least three separate women tell me that they, they'd had birth and sciatica was by far the worst pain <laughs> in comparison. And um, yeah, I had it 24 seven for months on end. And um, it was horrible. I like it, I don't, I don't even know what I did to, to do it. I think maybe it was sitting too long, like working, like, you know, we're not meant to be sitting at a desk eight hours a day. It's not how we were sort of made. Um, so that happened. I was in excruciating pain. I couldn't walk. I couldn't stand. I couldn't sit down. I had to lie down the entire time. And even that was painful. Even just like something like taking a shower in the morning would take me hours or it would take me a long time. And then I'd have to lie down and re like recover for hours before I could get changed, you know, and it was, it was, I literally couldn't do anything for ages. I actually had to move back in with my parents because I couldn't like even stand long enough to boil a, the kettle for a cup of tea. And as a British person, that is terrible. Like <laughs> we need our tea. Um, <laughs> so I did that. And then I was, I happened to be at my parents when the lockdowns happened. So I was there. I that's when I decided to write my Write Your Life book because uh, I had more time on my hands. And um, once I got through some of like the most of the pain, it was still there, but I could still, you know, I could actually function now. Um, I saw my clients had gone, so I had some spare time. So I wrote this um, and I did the exercises for myself, obviously, as I went along writing this fictionalized version of myself, what I wanted to prioritize, all that kind of stuff, and I'd. I've always been a big fan of travel. I'd always loved going traveling. Um, the first co-living I did was in Thailand for two months at a writer's house pre-pandemic, um, which was an amazing experience. And it just made me think, like, I have to prior prioritize stuff. You know, people are dying everywhere they, with no warning. Their life is being cut short. They're not getting to finish their novel of their lives. And that could happen to anyone at any point. Uh, a lot of, I assume a lot of us had the similar thoughts during the pandemic, like, oh my God, this could end tomorrow. And like, what have I achieved? Have I actually done what I want to achieve? And my priority was self-development and travel. So um, that's when it started. And then I started doing more self-development exercises and that kind of stuff. And then I think it was December, 2021. So the world was opening up again. And I was like, considering booking flights and things and I was like oh I don't know um and my back still wasn't great so like the idea of sitting on a flight for several hours was like scary um and I did this self-imposed challenge 30 days I called it flip the script on fear challenge and I basically did one thing every day that either scared me or that I'd just been putting off like you know life admin stuff that I've been putting off which I think a lot of time we put it off out of fear rather than you know anything else um and that challenge was like the catalyst for me booking the co-living for giving my notice in on my house for getting my storage unit and everything like that and it was actually I, I talk about this on my podcast it was actually two very profound books and one very not profound Netflix show that made me want to uh, book the co-living um it was um Donald Miller I don't know if you know him uh, yeah, he does like business made simple and stuff. But before then, he was uh, an amazing memoirist, and I've read all his memoirs. 
and they're amazing. And this one was A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, which talks about creating inciting incidents in your own life as if you were writing a screenplay about your life. Because most of us don't do it. We just sort of, you know, float through life, see what happens to us instead of actually going out there and creating an inciting incident. So I was like, I need to do that. And I also read Dream Big by Bob Goff. He's amazing. He just goes out there and does all these amazingly crazy things without even stopping to think that they might not be possible, which I love. Um, and then weirdly, I watched there's a Netflix show called 20-somethings Austin, which is basically a reality show about young people going to Austin, living in this house together, trying to get work, trying to do all this stuff. Um, it, it's, you know, a very silly, light entertainment show. But having lived on my own for three years, um, it just made me sort of crave connection and community, which I think a lot of us were doing after the lockdowns as well. So with all that together, that's what made me finally book this co-living that I'd been looking at on and off for years and years and years. And that's what, yeah, <laughs> I think caught me around to it. That's awesome. Yeah. I think um, pandemic made everyone kind of slow down and question what's going on. And for me personally, I noticed that some things I thought were important were like, this, this is not important at all. And then other things where I didn't maybe pay enough attention or appreciate enough, I started to realize, oh, this is really important. And I'm sure everyone's life shifted, but um, yeah, mine definitely shifted. And the same idea, doing things that are uncomfortable to push through that fear and to grow yourself. And it's like a flower, right? If the flower is not growing, then it's dying. And so we need to always continually push. And so I'm I'm like a junkie for self-development. Um, what, what kind of stuff do you do? So you're reading, you're speaking, you're writing, you're engaging. And actually, before we even go there, so you're talking about that flip the script challenge. So you have on your website, first of all, your website is amazing. It's the best one I've seen for coaching. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so much information, so many different things. Um, we're going to talk about the charity in a second, but you did touch on the flip the script. So what about the academy? Yeah, so I have uh, flip the script travel transformation academy. Um, basically, I like a lot of um, multi-passionate entrepreneurs have shiny object syndrome. So I'm like constantly thinking of ideas. The next thing I'm like, oh, all over the place. So I didn't want to just make one course and then leave it because I knew I would like have so many more ideas as the time went on. So I created basically an online education portal. So it's an entire um, portal when you go on there with like loads of different pages, loads of different sections. And I put all my courses, challenges, guides, resources, my books are in there. And everything I come up with basically around self-development, mindset, travel. If you want to be a digital nomad, there's a course about starting your own business that you can run on the road. I also created these flip the script party packs, which are all in the academy as well, which is a bit of fun. Because um, I really like self-development, but you know, a lot of the time you're doing it on your own. It can be a bit lonely. Um, so I thought I'd make it more fun and collaborative and put it in like a party setting. So there's like several different ones. Um, there's like mindset makeover, life goals and legacy, um, birthday boost, there's like birthday one, there's like a hen party one, um, there's like business besties and it's all about getting your friends together, putting on a party, I give you all the like resources, I give you playlists, I give you all kinds of fun stuff and then there's videos which we I take you through several self-development um, exercises but in the like environment of a party setting so you can do it as a group you can have lots of fun with it there's like interactive stuff there's things you can post on social media and i just really like the idea of sort of ditching the small talk and getting to the deep stuff because that's what happens in co-livings where i stay like i've never had as many deep conversations with my friends and family as i have with these strangers i meet from all over the world 
And, you know, we really dig deep and, you know, get to know each other on a completely different level. So I really enjoy that part of traveling. So I wanted to bring that back and offer it to everyone. So that's in there as well. And yes, yeah, so and you can sign up to be a member and you'll get all that stuff. And then I add things as I come up with it as well. Like I say, shiny object syndrome. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Um, I don't know if you know Mind Valley, but that's exactly the thing I love about Mind Valley is people aren't talking about the weather or the price of gas or Donald Trump. It's like real deep conversations about life, where we can go, what we can do and how we can create it. And um, so I, everyone knows I just ran a marathon. And so like, I got a list. I'm looking at a whiteboard over here where I wrote down a bunch of lessons I learned that are comparable. And just the first one is like, it's a quote from Arthur Ashe, but start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And basically it means make it up in advance. It doesn't matter what other people have. Where are you right now? Start where you are. What do you want? And work towards it. And you might not even get it, but that's not the point. The point is like, dream and try to achieve your dreams and whatever it looks like you might change it will change actually because you're going to change on the way so um yeah i just wanted to add that in there so now i guess we should talk about travel since you're the travel transformation coach and the travel transformation podcast but i got a bunch of questions about travel um and so maybe personally for you like what was your favorite place you've been to Ooh, <laughs> that is very hard. Um, I did a year abroad when I was at university at the University of Colorado in Boulder. And that was one of the best years of my life. Like that was the, ma the first main sort of travel I'd done, you know, going super far away from home. We didn't know anyone. Um, going to university there, you know, I felt like I was in an American movie, like at college. <laughs> Um, and obviously it's so beautiful, the mountains, I had a view of the flat iron mountain range outside my bedroom window. Um, yeah, that was incredible. So I've been back a few times, um, love Colorado so much. Um, it's very, very difficult to, to pick a favorite. Um, I, you know, I've loved going around New Zealand in a car, like I love road trips. Um, I did a road trip around New England a few years ago um, during autumn because um, it, it's a thing over there to go and leaf peeping, you know, when all the, the fall colors are in there. <laughs> I love that term, leaf peeping. And so me and my friends did that for nearly three weeks. And I love Halloween. I'm a huge Halloween fan. So we went on Halloween. We went to Salem during Halloween and they have a big street party for like three days. Everyone dresses up. There's like all kinds of stuff going on. It's amazing. Um, we went to Sleepy Hollow in New York State. Um, we went on a Stephen King tour in Maine and saw his house, which is this amazing Gothic house in Bangor, Maine. And I just had such a great time, like road trips, Halloween, leaf peeping. What more do you want? <laughs> but yeah, I also love going around Southeast Asia. I've just been to Spain. I'm in Switzerland now and it's beautiful. Anywhere really with mountains, lakes. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. You come back with like transform, right? That's the whole idea. You go there, you learn things, you learn about yourself, you learn about other people, other cultures. And even though the world is bigger and bigger because you can go all these different places, it actually becomes smaller and smaller because you realize you're more connected to everyone. And we all have these either an existential crisis or just the same life feelings, right? Everybody wants to be seen, loved, heard and appreciated. And so doing this is part of it. I love the way that you just get up and go. Like you don't need anyone else. I went when I was younger. I went a couple of times to Cuba by myself. And I remember everyone around me is like, 
you're gonna go by yourself are you scared and i'm like what do, why for what like <laughs> and i had the best time ever so i love it oh yeah i love slowly traveling it's um yeah you can do what you want <laughs> you don't have to like wait around for people and i think it actually makes you meet more people when you're out on your own because you you know you don't have friends or family to hang around with so you push yourself to go on group tours and meet people and and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, like I say, there's nothing like solo travel to boost your confidence and show you just how capable you are of like, if you can navigate your way around the world on your own, not knowing the language of a place, you know, all that kind of stuff, then you can literally do anything. <laughs> yeah. So what would be maybe your number one tip for solo travelers? Ooh, number one tip. I mean, number one tip would just be to, to just go, even if your family and friends are, like you say, saying, what are you doing? Um, if you wait around for like a friend to be available or to have the leave from work or to have the money, you could be waiting years and, you know, you, you're missing out on so much. So I would say just go, even if people are telling you not to go and yeah, just be prepared. Like if you're anything like me, like an introvert and a little anxious when you don't know where you're going and that kind of stuff, just be prepared, get all the apps you need. Like I use Google maps all the time. Um, I like using street view. Like if I'm going somewhere and I don't know anything about it, you can literally go on the street view and like, look at where you're going, where you need to go from like the bus stop to the house or wherever. And it's already familiar when you get there. So it takes a lot of the anxiety off it. Um, and yeah, just, just go and have fun. And there's so many like Facebook groups for solo travelers and things these days, join them, post, say you're going here or wherever, see if anyone else is there that you can meet up with. That makes it a lot less daunting as well. And also, if you if you can work remotely at all, I would always recommend co-livings because you you are a solo traveler. But as soon as you get there, you're part of this amazing family, and it it's uh, yeah, it's an incredible experience. Brilliant. And then, how about for couples? Ooh, <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, actually, there's quite a lot of couples I've met in co-livings, so you can do that as a couple, definitely. And actually there was one couple last year who were in their seventies and they were living with a bunch of like 20 and 30 year olds. And it was so good. Like, you know, obviously they could learn from younger people about technology and apps and stuff they might not know about. Um, and obviously you can learn so much from people who are older than you. And he did a Skillshare and, and all this stuff and he, and he taught us poker and that was the most fun night I've had in a co-living. It was hilarious because we were all terrible and <laughs> this poor guy was teaching us. Um, but yeah, I, I've traveled more solo than I have as a couple, so I might, might not be the best person to ask. Um, but yeah, I think it's all very, very similar stuff. Um, just make sure you're prepared you know, get all the apps, get all the Google Lens, Google Translate, you know, everything you need to do. It's so easy these days to travel compared to, you know, 10 or 20 years ago. There's so many apps and websites that can help you. Um, it, it can take a lot of the stress out of it. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. <clears throat> so I want to go now to your podcast and like kind of if I can put it in a context, because I know for sure, well, I know for me, like we said earlier, you're vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there. You don't know how people are going to respond and it's difficult. But the growth that I've received and what I get back from this is I get to learn from people like you and some amazing stories, right? And just so that helps me to expand as well. It helps me to focus on other people and not myself. And it also helps me preparing as a writer to like write a bio about somebody to learn and to navigate. I also get to find out like how amazing your website is and then 
So I'm looking at all the different coaches. So it helps me in my own life. Um, but at the be- at the beginning of it, it was a very scare, uh, fearful thing. And uh, who am I to do this kind of, and all that imposter syndrome comes in. Right. And then at the end of the day, it's like, oh my God, it was all for nothing. I'm helping people here and it's fine. So if we're kind of in that context, but also just tell us about your, your podcast. Yeah. So it's called, yeah, it's called the Travel Transformation Podcast. Um, I started it last October and I do two episodes a week. I do some solo episodes where I'm talking about my travels and what I've learned and some self-development stuff, some mindset stuff. And then I do interview episodes as well, where I'm interviewing like people I've met while traveling, friends who I know are into travel and also other people in the travel industry. So I've had a lot of travel coaches on there too. And yeah, I mean, I totally relate with what you're saying about scary, like it's scary when you're just starting, like who am I to be doing a podcast? Like this is weird. Um, and I actually wanted to do one for years before this. I wanted to do one on writing. I wanted to do one on editing. I wanted to do one on like entrepreneurship, one like being a woman and starting a business. And like I never got around to it. Um, but sometimes some, something about the, the travel thing just felt right. And I was like, I could, I've got a lot to say on this. I've been to a lot of places. I've experienced lots of different types of travel. Um, and yeah, the whole point of it is really to inspire other people to go traveling and to educate them about how they can go traveling. Like, like I say, a lot of people will just be waiting around for their friend to go on a holiday for a week to a resort, which is, you know, fine, great, amazing, but they don't realize that they could just get up and go on that road. They could, you know, solo travel. They could work remotely. They could do the digital nomad thing, even if it's part-time. Um, a lot of people that I know back home had never heard of like co-livings or digital nomad hotspots or, you know, all this kind of stuff that's um, popping up now. And so, yeah, it's for people who are interested in travel, but who don't know about all this kind of stuff that's been happening over the past five or 10, ten years. And it's just a chance to, yeah, talk about where I've been, ask other people where they've been and what they've learned and hopefully, yeah, inspire other people to get on that trip to maybe do some intentional travel like I did, go somewhere with an intention of overcoming a fear or limiting belief and actually using travel as a tool to transform. And yeah, I'm having such a great time and I'm sure you found this as well, but like having your own podcast is a great form of networking in itself. I've met so many amazing people that I, I now am like, oh my God, I'll have to read their book. I have to like listen to their podcast, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. And from my perspective as well, with my whole like fear of putting myself out there and speaking, it's been such great practice. It's like, I have a commitment now to do two episodes a week. And when you do that for months on end, like it, you know, you get over your fears quite quickly. <laughs> so it's definitely a good way of practicing that as well. Yeah. Brilliant. I love it. Yeah. So we're the same. I'm doing one every Friday at 11, 11 a.m. Eastern time and release a new episode. And so if this episode resonates with you, maybe subscribe, like, share with a friend, share it to someone you know. And if you're a coach or creative and you think you have a compelling story, get in touch with me and we'll get you on here. And so as we're kind of wrapping up, I guess um, one question I ask everybody is this is the phase four podcast. And in the six phase meditation by Veshin Lakhiani, takes you through different phases, gratitude, compassion, forgiveness. And phase four is all about creating your future three years out. So where's just three years from today? Okay. I have two answers to this. <laughs> so the first one is I would love to grow my podcast, my academy, my brand in general, probably write another book, 
continue traveling, all that good stuff. Um, my, I would love in the future to do my own retreat, um, possibly aimed at introverts like I was, um, and give people a chance to overcome their own fear or limiting belief, that kind of thing. Um, solo travel boosts your confidence anyway. So it would be, you know, like solo travel to the place. And then we do all kinds of activities to try and get you to boost your confidence and overcome your limiting beliefs. That would be my like huge goal that I would love to do. Um, my other answer is that I have literally no idea and I love it <laughs> because a year and a half ago, I could not have told you that I'd have a podcast, I'd be a coach. I'd like I'd written a book about travel. Um, I'd have this academy. I had not planned any of it. All I planned was to stay for one month in Spain. And that was as far as I got. And all these amazing things have come out of it. So I think my, my whole Write Your Life book is about planning your future. So I think that is great. Do that. But like you say, things change. You change. You know, circumstances change. Opportunities appear from nowhere. And I love the idea that I have no idea where I'll be in three years because I hope a lot of things will happen to me and for me that I could not have even imagined right now. So yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. So there's um, an acronym I always work with. It's called BIAS and it's a belief, intention, action, surrender. And that part at the end, surrender is always the hardest, but that's what it's, it's there, right? Like we don't know what's going to happen so we can plan it, but we also kind of have to surrender. And the idea of, um, so your book, Write Your Life, and then the phase four, both of them are the same, right? It's a tool where you're creating your future. And what happens is as you create your future, then all of a sudden, you know it, you've articulated it, you've written it in detail, you've thought about it. If you do the meditation over and over again, you're picturing it every day. And what happens is you start to notice things in your life that you might not otherwise notice that people come and opportunities present themselves. And if you just say yes, then things start to move along. And so to wrap up kind of everything we've been talking about here, there's a masculine and a feminine side going on really big time. And the, so the feminine side is when, or sorry, the masculine side is you're stuck in your head. You're thinking about doing things. You're worried about what other people are going to think. And there's this conversation inside your head and it's all ideas and it's all just talking. The, the feminine is where you're feeling it and you're embodying it and stepping into it. And so when those opportunities present yourself for everybody listening, say yes. That's the God, that's the universe trying to help you get what you want. So just start saying yes. And the idea is that the more you get out of your head and the more you start taking action, those doubts and those questions and those that conversation in your head starts to lower the volume and silence itself. And so that's kind of what we're going for here the most. And um, before I ask my final question, I guess, is there anything you want to share or talk about that I didn't really get to or anything about your business, yourself, your personal life, other donkeys? <laughs> yeah, actually, the, the donkey thing has led to maybe another side hustle that I'm doing with this woman. It's another thing I would not expected um, to do with animals. And I love animals so much. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, I just have to mention this uh, global outreach project called Give the Goodness Global, who I um, yeah help um, by donating um, a like, percentage of my online sales and book sales to. Um, it's run by this American veteran called Cody Grannon. He's in Southeast Asia at the moment, and he goes around helping people who need help, giving them supplies, 
food. He gives toys to the kids. Um, I love he's, he went around giving watches to all the kids because they had no concept of time living, you know, on the streets. And he wanted to teach them the value of time and what they can achieve in a day, which I just love. So he does all that great stuff. And um, so I partnered with him. And you can find him on Instagram at Give the Goodness Global. So please check him out, out as well. And I just want to say, yeah, if you want to go traveling, um, but you're scared to go alone, just do it. It's going to be one of the best things you ever do in terms of your personal development, in terms of meeting people, in terms of your perspective on the world and yourself, and you'll have a great time. So yeah, just do it. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, and so my final question is, how can people reach you? Yes, so my website is traveltransformationcoach.com. You can find me on Instagram at traveltransformationcoach and you can find the Travel Transformation podcast wherever you listen to podcasts as well. Amazing. Just thank you so much for your time today. I'm so grateful. Oh, thank you. It was a really great conversation and thank you for asking about Colin. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.